All right, welcome back everybody to another episode of A Pinball Podcast, and this is episode 50. Thank you guys so much for hanging in there with me to make it this far. And for those that have joined since we started this, I really do appreciate you guys for listening, for being here, commenting on the videos on YouTube, the whole shebang. I really do appreciate it, guys. So what is going on currently? Well, before we dig into the main meat and potatoes of this whole podcast, which is discussing just kind of the fallout of the Twippies, even though obviously it's been a few weeks ago as of this podcast, but I just want to talk about my thoughts of what's going to happen afterwards and kind of my thoughts overall of what it means for the industry in general and not just the results or anything like that, because I'm sure you guys have already heard plenty about the results. Outside of that, before I get into that, we do have a couple of announcements to make. I believe, I think that this is going to go out on April 15th. So essentially tomorrow, if you're listening to this on April 15th, tomorrow on April 16th, I will be on Fox City's Pinball on Twitch starting at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And that's for the Pinskins event. So it's a tournament event kind of, or more like an invitational. If you guys haven't heard of this already, I'm going to be playing nine holes against Colin McAlpine, uh, Raymond Davidson, and Luke Nahorniak. And we're going to play for $20 per hole, nine objectives total. So you guys be sure and check that out. That'll kind of, if you guys are into watching any type of competitive pinball, that will kind of wet your whistle a little bit there. And then we'll also be having streams this weekend on Fox City's Pinball once again for the, I believe it's uh, Classics First, which starts around 9 a.m., and then we're playing target match play afterwards, which starts right around 3 p.m. So it'll be an all-day thing. Lots of big names are out there, and you guys are going to see some high-quality pinball. At least I hope so. I assume everybody can still play pretty well. It's going to be there. So it should be a lot of competition. Some high, like, world-class players are going to be out there. And I'm very excited about it. And I'm sure we'll have a podcast next week talking all about the weekend and how everything went. But all right, let's get straight to it after I spent two minutes talking about everything else. The Twippies and the fallout of the Twippies. Now, I don't want to bore you guys with talking about what the results were. Of course, if you're listening to this podcast, you already know who won what category most likely. If you happen to not know yet, just go to thisweekinpinball.com or you can go to twippies.com, which is T-W-I-P-Y-S.com and you can check out what the results are from there. Now, Needless to say, spoiler alert, if you haven't looked yet, Guns N' Roses from Jersey Jack did clean up. And as a result, there's been a lot of speculation, a lot of people talking about, well, where does the pinball industry go from here? What does Stern do from here? And there's a lot of people that have speculated, and I've heard this on other podcasts, I've seen this on message boards, I've heard this from texts, I've read this on emails from you guys, that a lot of people are wondering how this will affect what Stern does and they wonder or people wonder if this will change what Stern is going to do moving forward. Now, obviously when it comes to the Twippy results, there was a lot of down ballot votes cast. If you look at it, Guns N' Roses obviously did very well when it came to music and sound effects, lights, and even the categories that they didn't win, such as rules, they still just narrowly lost, which is actually pretty shocking seeing how Avengers is with the way that the rules are there. And, you know, a lot of that is basically, it just speaks volumes of the fan base from Jersey Jack. And they came out in full, really getting those votes together, which is great for them, which, I mean, I'm happy for Jersey Jack, anybody that won a Twippy. I mean, that's awesome. So now that we know pretty much how these ballots were cast, 
the one thing that I'm really focused on at this point is that I don't believe that this will change anything that Stern does moving forward. Now, people talk about all the time how Guns N' Roses changes the industry, how it's just the pen to have. And I'm not really going to debate that. It's obviously a great looking pen. I obviously own one, a lot of fun. Now, what I am going to point out, and this is a big reason why I don't think it's going to change anything moving forward. And here's the big reason why, guys. If you look at how the Twippies played out and you look at all the nominees, okay? I don't know if anybody else has pointed this out, but we're gonna point this out right now. If you look at all the nominees, Stern Pinball had seven different games up for awards. Let me repeat that. Stern Pinball for the 2020 Twippies had seven games up for awards. Think about that for a second. And now when you hear that, really stop and think, does Stern need to change anything that they are doing just because they don't win game of the year for the first time ever? To me, they, I mean, seven, seven guys. And we'll list off those games right now. It's Stranger Things. It's Avengers, it's Ninja Turtles, it's Jurassic Park, it's Elvira, it's Heavy Metal, and it's Star Wars. Now, granted, I know a lot of people out there might be saying, well, Heavy Metal, that doesn't count, but it was up for Twippies. I mean, it's Heavy Metal, I believe, was for best music and sound effects, and I think they might have even been up there for artwork. I know Star Wars, the comic book art, that was up there. Stranger Things, it won mod of the year for the UV kit. So there was a lot of these pens that were all over the place. And that's the thing, guys. That's why I believe that this will not really change anything. Because think about this for a second. Okay? Now, I'm sure there's obviously going, going to always be the debates about Jersey Jack pinball versus Stern. Versus American pinball, maybe. Versus Spooky. Versus whoever else is out there. Okay? But if you really pay attention, especially to different Facebook groups or different discussions, a lot of the times, guys, it is all about people asking the question, should I get this stern pin or this stern pin or this stern pin? I can't tell you. I've lost count for how many times I've seen somebody ask the question, should I get a Jurassic Park or should I get a Deadpool or should I get a Ninja Turtles or should I get... Avengers. That, those are the questions that I see all the time. And here's the difference, guys. The sheer amount of volume that Stern is able to come out with, this is a train that is just, it, it's explosive right now. It is rocking and rolling. There's, I mean, there's no stopping it. I'll just tell you guys right now, there is no stopping it because this is what we're looking at right now. Let's say, for instance, that Jersey Jack can't keep up with Guns N' Roses demand, which by all appearances, that's obviously it's true. Even Stern is having a hard time keeping up with demand right now. But let's say Jersey Jack gets so far behind, what if, what if Toy Story does not come out this year? Guess what? Now all of a sudden, they're not gonna be able to have a pen up for next year's Twippies. And now it's just gonna be dominated up and down by Stern completely because this is what Stern does. They put out so many games that so many people buy. There's a lot. I mean, this, there is so much out there and just the whole industry and the whole hobby has just exploded over this past year. 
And that's what I really want to get through to people whenever you're looking at this. And it doesn't mean, I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination that Guns N' Roses does not compare to these games, because obviously it does. They got Game of the Year, hats off to them. But again, seven different games, guys. Seven. That's a lot. That is a lot. And I'll tell you what, with that type of business model, I would take seven games that are up for nomination for game of the year than just one game coming out that does get game of the year. Because just the sheer amount of volume guarantees that their business will stay healthy. It really will. And, you know, when I look at this too, I see this huge gap really starting to form. And I don't know if anybody else sees it, but I, the gap that I'm seeing starting to form right now is I'm wondering if in the future, if any of these companies will start really focusing in more and more on the award show. So for instance, what I'm getting at is like Zach Sharp, he is excellent at getting out the press releases, excellent at doing the marketing the way that he needs to do it for Stern, because it, you can tell by the massive growth, the fact that they are combining up with Marvel. I mean, what was it like over 500,000 people so far have watched that Stern Invitational. I mean, those types of partnerships are huge. Now I wonder if all these companies are going to keep putting out these press releases, when do they start touting their designers or their coders? When do you start touting that you have an award-winning designer? And I think that that is something that Jersey Jack could definitely do right now with Eric. With what happened with Guns N' Roses, I think you can easily take all these awards and just go ahead and add that in to any press release that you release in the future for future games about how it's an award-winning designer. And this is the gap that I'm mentioning right now, guys. The fact that you have Stern Pinball that is definitely in a position to continuously put out these massive press releases that they get around to all kinds of different magazines, all kinds of different news outlets. There's, I mean, the sky is the limit with that. And they have such far reach compared to a lot of the other companies that the moment that they can start using that type of wording to where they talk about award-winning designers, they talk about award-winning coders, they talk about award-winning artists, those are basically catchphrases and catchwords that will help drive sales. It really will. And I'm curious to see if anybody is going to put themselves in position to take advantage of that. Now with Jersey Jack, honestly, it kind of seems like that that's the direction they're going. If you see a lot of their social media stuff, they really are touting Eric. They really are touting the awards there. I mean, and that to me, that is highly intelligent to do because when somebody is looking up pinball and they don't know any of the companies, they're just looking up a search topic such as pinball and they can run into these companies that say, we have this designer that is coming out with this game that has won this game of the year award for past. I mean, it's huge. It really is huge. And I think there's something to that in order to put, in order to put like a spotlight on the people that design the stuff. It's the same way. If we look at it from the perspective of movies, right? We're a lot of us that are movie junkies. We're well aware of who is producing this movie or who, wrote this movie or who's directing this movie, all right? I mean, take Suicide Squad, for instance, that's coming back out later this year. Everybody knows James Gunn is a part of that. T 
take Avengers, for instance, with the MCU, everybody knows the Russo brothers are doing all the adventure stuff pretty much. And some of these people, they are huge influences and huge reasons why a lot of people will get attached to certain properties. And to me, I think pinball would really benefit from doing something like this. And that's the gap that I kind of see that is there that basically companies can take advantage of that, especially people like Jersey Jack, especially people like Stern. Now, as I mentioned just a second ago, this hobby is going through explosive growth right now. And I don't think it's going to slow down anytime soon. I really don't. I mean, look at where Stern Pinball is right now. They have merchandise. They put out puzzles. Yeah, it's confusing to me, but guess what? Puzzles, that means they're selling something different. They have video games out, and now they're putting out collectible toys. With that, uh, the Ninja Turtles toy that came out that was exclusive to Walmart that's from NECA. Now, for a lot of people out there, you may have no idea what NECA is. And what NECA is, is that stands for the National Entertainment Collectibles Association. And that's who Stern Pinball combined up with in order to put out the, the Ninja Turtles toy that was exclusive to Walmart. And that just released, I think, maybe last week. I haven't been able to find one. I know it's out there. I know a couple of people that found them. And yeah, something like this to a lot of people in pinball may seem a little goofy. It may seem confusing. It may even seem unnecessary. But think about this for a second. This means that Stern, Stern Pinball, is legitimately taking all the assets or anything from a license and they are monetizing it in other ways that's not just a pinball machine. So when they talk about lifestyle brand, I know, again, catchphrases that a lot of people kind of chuckle out, kind of laugh at, but I'll tell you guys what, this is the direction to go if they're going to keep growing their business and if pinball is going to keep exploding. I mean, this is huge. I, I, I'm telling you, it is huge. And the fact that they are combining up with NECA it makes me wonder because that's a collectibles, a collectibles group. It makes me really wonder, are they going to start doing this with future themes that are coming out? Whether it's back to the future, whether it's matrix, whether it's whatever it could be, right? That's, I mean, to me, when you're dealing with pop culture, that is a great way to get your company out there even more to get zombie yetis art out there even more, to get different concepts out there even more. The fact that people are going, are going to be walking by and they're going to find out what Stern Pinball is. Now, that doesn't mean that they're going to run out and just buy a pinball machine. But guess what? Those same people just bought that toy that, or that collectible that says Stern Pinball. And who's to say with the merchandise, who's to say we won't see Stern Pinball merchandise actually show up in stores pretty soon. Like, why can't we see that? And to me, they have themselves in such great position that is so healthy moving forward that we look at other companies such as Deep Root, for instance, that we wonder if they'll even produce one pinball machine out to the general public. And here's Stern producing machine after machine after machine. And now they're getting into the merch. Now they're getting into the collectibles. Now they're getting, getting into the video games. That is huge. And whenever I look at something such as the Twippies, it's great for the industry. It's great for all of us that are aware of it. 
But at the same time, the Twippy Awards or any, even the Pinball Industry Awards, we are basically niching ourselves down so much that I don't even know if it really speaks anything to what's actually happening outside of our little bubble of these award shows. You know what I mean? I, I, can't, I can't tell you guys how many people I meet that are just now getting into pinball and Stern Pinball is all they're aware of. Which means that Stern Pinball has done a great job over the past decade getting a huge piece of the pie. The awareness, the brand awareness is off the charts when it comes to stuff like this. And to me, they're doing it right. And I think a lot of companies should take notice of that and kind of see the direction to where this hobby is headed towards. Now, when you look at what Jersey Jack's doing, I think that they're also doing a great thing as well that is a little bit different to where they do have the merchandise, but they're also basically making the Ferrari of pinball machines. And to me, that's great. If you're going to start putting out 12,000, $15,000, $20,000 pinball machines, that's awesome. And that's the direction to go towards. And if people are going to pay that, and if you're going to be able to put it out, and if you're going to be able to produce a great machine that benefits the hobby and people are happy, go for it, I say. And to me, I'm very excited to see where these two companies are going to go just because of all those elements that I've laid out. And to me, that's something that, that I, I don't know, guys. It's, I think that, that the industry is going to incredibly change. I think come this time next year, we're probably going to be talking about how much larger or how much bigger this industry is as well. I mean, I've talked to lots of people that are either directly involved in different cells or they're aware of different companies. And I mean, cells across the board, it, there's a reason why pinball companies cannot keep up with demand. It is huge. And I'm telling you guys, this industry is so much bigger than what a lot of people realize. It's so much bigger. I would venture to say even our online content is not even 15, 20% of the amount of people that are out there that play pinball, that are buying pinball. I, I'm telling you guys, it is huge. It is huge out there and I'm excited to see where it goes, but that's all I got for now, guys. I'm going to wrap it up right there. That's, I wanted to talk about it as much as I could, but you know, a lot of these subjects, I really don't know how much else we can go into it, you know, cause at that point it's kind of like just beating a dead horse and we're just starting to repeat the same things over and over and over again. So Hopefully here pretty soon at some point next month, Stern Pinball will come out with, an, with another machine and we'll finally have something else to talk about. I hope so. But other than that, again, I appreciate you guys watching, listening. Friday, I will be on Fox City's Pinball at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you guys enjoy watching pinball, watch that. That'll give you guys something to do this weekend. But other than that, that's all I got. And... Yeah, that's it. Later, guys.